Okay, well, welcome. This is According to Callus. This is going to be a quasi-bonus episode. We'll call it 138, episode 138. And we're going to entitle it, No Time for Bond. And, warning, if you listen to this episode, I'm likely to offend you. You will be upset by some of the things I have to say. And... It could be quite controversial, so you, you, you might want to cover your ears. Again, no time for Bond. And we begin. Okay, so let me just tell you, as a wee, la- a wee little child, I saw my first James Bond movie. Yes, um, I don't know, maybe 11, 12, hard to say, but it was for your eyes only. And here you got Roger Moore, you know, decked out, doing his thing. He's got the uh, submarine car, a Lotus Esprit, mind you. And, you know, he's got the babes on the side. And he gets the bad guy, gets the girl, and saves the day. And all is great for England. And if I remember correctly, this was one of the movies that ended with the, oh, James, at the end. Which, of course drew a large snicker from myself and my mother being very dismissive and put off at the mere mention of that terminology. Fast forward, we had the uh, ensuing, I guess, two or three more uh, Roger Moore films, which would have been Octopussy and, um, oh, I think there's one more. I can't think of it off the top of my head. And then there is the... uh, little break that we took and we had mr hardcore tough guy timothy dalton version of james bond enjoyed it um they were actually the first one was excellent i really liked it as a kid and the second one was less great i mean but again you're a kid you're you're getting immersed in this world that's that's not real clearly some dude can't do all the things that james bond does and he clearly can't get every babe and he clearly can't escape every bad thing that happens and no i don't think they actually make cars with skis that pop out from underneath them like they did in uh on the living daylights with timothy dalton and doing this all off the top of my head i'm just trying to show that i have been a big big fan it's a guilty pleasure if you will of james bond now I don't live my life like James Bond. I might like to wear a suit like James Bond. I might wish that I had a tuxedo like James Bond, but I don't uh, drink like a fish. I don't smoke. I don't pick up women casually, and I certainly don't kill spies or watch things blow up. Though I must say that I enjoy watching things blow up and bad guys getting shot, but typically in a movie, not in real life. Being that I've experienced neither in real life, it's safe to say that I don't know how I would feel about that if I were to experience it. And somebody that's a combat veteran is probably thinking, yeah, yeah, dummy, you don't want to be any any part of that. I'll take your word for it. Then fast forward a little more and we get to the Pierce Brosnan era. And I, I want to say he did four films that I really, really enjoyed. And they were just fun movies. No, they're not reality. No, they're not gritty. Um, just on the short of being completely far-fetched, but just really enjoyable action. Um, 
And Pierce Brosnan was just great. And I was so glad that Pierce Brosnan got away from Remington Steele so he could be James Bond. That was the guy that I was like, that, that guy's going to be James Bond. Back when he was playing Remington Steele. It was so enjoyable. And of course, hey, look. And if you'll pardon the term. No, no, no. I already warned you. I'm going to be offensive. There's lots of babes. They look good. It doesn't matter what they're wearing. They look good. And they all want to be with James Bond. And what kid doesn't see that and go, oh, how cool is that? That guy is a stud. That guy is saving the world. How awesome is that? And, you know, that that was enjoyable. And that in my mind, in my life, that you know, by this time I had gone back and watched every Sean Connery James Bond film. And Sean Connery was awesome. Even the uh, non-Ian movie, um, you you never, I'm sorry, never say never again. And even the last one uh, that he did, Diamonds Are Forever, those are decent. Um, but the first, the first five that Sean Connery did, they were really tough to beat. I mean, he was the '60s cool, everything. You know, it was almost excessive. But that was kind of the point, right? It's not real. There's a British secret agent that's saving America's butt and fighting off Spectra and Smirsh and the Russians and the Chinese and everybody that was a bad guy. The British were having to do it, well, because we, the Americans, were too busy being Americans. And actually, uh, Judy Dench actually makes a reference to that in one of the uh, Pierce Brosnan films. And that was great. It was so great. And then, I mean, look, I thought Roger Moore's versions were a little campy. But they were entirely enjoyable to watch. They were fun. And they poked fun at things. And they they were uh, a little self-aware even. So, really, there was not a bad James Bond movie in the bunch. And I even went and found the one with George Lazenby. And I got to tell you, watching that as an adult as opposed to being a kid, I actually thought that was a really good James Bond movie. And... It fits right in the mix with all the best portrayals, so all the best movies. And I really think he kind of got the short stick on that. And I don't know that he would have been great if he had done multiple movies, but he was really good in that movie. So, again, I'm a very easy guy to please with a James Bond movie. I mean, you got the studly secret agent who's working for Great Britain. He shows up the Russians. He shows up the Americans. He gets the babe. He saves the world. Everything goes like the and don't forget all the death defying def, uh action and all the crazy stuff that blows up at the end because it's not a good jo- james bond movie unless the secret headquarters is destroyed and then just the mere idea that he can get all these evil guys to just tell him their plans so he can wreck them i mean again it's fantasy it, but it's enjoyable fantasy it's not real nobody really expects this to be real it's this guilty pleasure. And then we get to the Daniel Craig era. And Daniel Craig kind of reverts back to the uh, the Timothy Dalton, you know, kind of rough edge, gritty version. And the first one was pretty good. The second one, uh, the third one, uh, which was, oh, I can't remember it now. Oh, shoot. I'm so sorry. But the third one where uh, Adele seemed thing <laughs> Things, sings the theme song in that and for the life of me the name has just escaped me and I'm stumbling over it but so the first Daniel Craig movie again like I said pretty good the next two decent and then we get along to this I mean it was so it was uh, Quantum of Solace and then um, oh, gone and I cannot remember the third title 
But honestly, after the first two, I was kind of tired of Daniel Craig. And it's not a reflection necessarily of Daniel Craig per se, um, which not to say he wasn't super active and didn't, you know, really bring a different angle to it. Just boring. Lacks charisma. Lacks excitement. It's like, it's like he was working too hard for it. And this is me watching the movie. I want to enjoy my movie. I don't want to have to overly think. I don't want to be preached at. I want to just enjoy it for what it is. And it's, it's like they took that away from us. Now, you could blame Barbara Broccoli. You know, she took over for her dad and Harry Saltzman. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure that she wanted to kind of drift James Bond into be the more modern action hero. I mean, they did it with Pierce Brosnan. But honestly, I really thought they did it better with Pierce Brosnan. They certainly did the 90s action movie kind of thing with him. And it was fun. They were so enjoyable. I can't say the same. I just can't. They're just dark, kind of depressing. So now then the latest James Bond movie comes out, two years delayed, and rewrites and whatever else. And I find out, and, and I, I, if you haven't heard by now, they kill the guy off. They kill James Bond. They make 25 movies or whatever with this guy being the main character. And that's not to say there wasn't at least one great Q, multiple great M's. There wasn't at least two or three great um, foils, right, um, that were either Russian or whatever else. There were there were great characters. I mean, <laughs> even the campy Jaws. I mean, how can you not like Jaws? But, and in this last movie, they introduced the person that's replacing them. And I know, I know. Oh, Stephen, you're you're going to be hating on a woman of color. No, no, that has nothing to do with it. It really doesn't. And apparently, the movie's fairly even keeled, and there becomes to be a, a mutual appreciation for what both bring to the table. And you know, maybe maybe there's passing the torch. I don't know. I don't care. I have no desire to see this character that's lived through all this stuff and done all this crazy stuff. Do a swan song movie that, from what I can tell, doesn't do him justice. I have zero interest in his replacement character. Now, had this replacement character, I don't know, been introduced um, one or two movies earlier and kind of went through a little bit of a character arc to take over the mantle with the nomenclature of 007 but not be James Bond, maybe. Maybe you could have still used the 007 logo and... Throughout some more titles, maybe. And and Daniel Craig just seems like he's hated the character since the first movie. So that might be why it just comes off poorly. But it's it's the same old thing we see in all these movies that we enjoyed as kids. You know, they they pretty much ruined Indiana Jones. And, and they're gonna go one step further and ruin it some more. I mean, the first one was great. The second one, pretty good. The third one, I mean, you throw Sean Connery in there as, you know, Dr. Henry Jones. That was awesome movie. And then you go and add the fourth one. Now, they could have done the fourth one a little different, and it would have been pretty darn good. But, you know, 
Steven Spielberg being Steven Spielberg had to throw in some aliens and some stupid stuff that just kind of wrecked and pulled the whole movie a different direction. Disappointing. And then, of course, they did the same thing to Star Wars. I mean, it wasn't enough to add new characters and to take it a new direction. But no, you had to purposely destroy the previous characters. You had to make them meaningless, worthless distractions. Why? It doesn't make any sense. I'm sure there's some evil intent or motivation that others would take the time and effort to look into. But honestly, I was never that attached to Star Wars. I mean, I saw the first two of the first three in the movie theater. I I never actually got to see the first one the entire way through. When they reissued it, (laughs) I worked like 12 hours that day and tried to go watch the movie theater. And... Sadly, I fell asleep during it and only woke up at the closing theme. But I even saw the next trilogy in the movie theater, and they were okay. I mean, they were kid movies, and everybody knew it and was enjoyable. My daughters liked all three of those. And then the last three, they were just... I don't know what was going on there. It just wasn't... They weren't enjoyable. They took the enjoyment away. And that's just, it's just disturbing and depressing all at the same time. So I purposely didn't even see those movies. I, I blew them off. I think I got talked into watching two of the four or five that came out with the Star Wars and the name logo, but I, just zero interest. I went around or I went along to, you know, humor my daughter so she can go see the movie. I mean, that's what she wanted. Okay, I'll go. My wife had even less interest in it than I did, to be honest, but they were not that good. And they wrecked Indiana Jones and they're going to wreck it some more. I mean, all these movies that we have, these good, positive feelings on. And no, they're not real. They're not reality. But when you purposely wreck them, it's it's disturbing. So bringing back to the central point. So James Bond, the heroic British guy that does all these things for England, gets dismissed. Now, look, I firmly believe there was a number of couple of ways they could have done this that would have been reasonable and enjoyable. You know, a lot of spy movies or movies that contain spy characters, and they all adopt the same name. And if you were going to go that direction, you could do that and you could make it clear that the original person that took this name was dead and this is his replacement. And they carry on. Uh, and there's some continuity there, but they didn't do that. They pretty much have said all along, this is really the same character's stories. They're not necessarily in order or whatever else, but it's the same character's stories. But we've kind of ruined that now. And now we've killed the guy. Again, just disappointing. I mean, do you really want to go to the movie and watch your favorite character or the hero die? I mean, if you're going to watch 300, you kind of know the end of the story before you see it. But it's still a fantastic movie. It's really intense and it's enjoyable, massive battle scenes. I mean, you go to see Braveheart. You kind of know what's going to happen. But Mel Gibson does a great story there and it's very engrossing. And yes, I know it's not historically accurate and there's some liberties taken. Yeah, we all get it. There's an overarching story there that's being told and it was done well. And like The Patriot, same thing, right? These are movies that romanticize a certain section of history and in a way that I generally support. If you're going to romanticize history, do it favoring liberty. Yes, absolutely. 
but that's not what we do. I mean, we're, we're just not content unless we're destroying anything positive. So, if that wasn't controversial enough, or that wasn't edgy enough, you know, saying that I like James Bond and his movies were great and overlooking all the terrible, evil things he's done, I don't care. It's a movie. It's a movie I want to be able to go and enjoy. And I'm pretty much convinced I'm not going to enjoy it. Now I know. And I'm just, I'm going to, I'm picking up on this vibe already. Well, Stephen, you just don't like the strong female characters. Oh, please. Watch plenty of movies and enjoy plenty of them with my wife. And I got to say, I really liked the first Wonder Woman. I even didn't hate the sequel. I thought that character was pretty good in the other movies that she was in, even though those movies themselves could have been better. I mean, but it is fantasy. I mean, even when you watch the Avengers, you look at it and you see Black Widow's not Captain America, but she's kind of hanging with him. How does that work? Well, then you find out later that, you know, there's some other stuff going on there, but at least they sold it. At least that, and, and the character is intriguing, it's interesting, and it's the strong female type, whatever, and it was enjoyable. And, you know, Judy Dench, Judy Dench plays M, and she was great, and she was James Bond's boss. Not an issue there. So put those silly concerns to rest. It's about why wreck my character or why wreck these characters so you can have your character. This is a very common thing in today's day and age. We don't agree or we don't approve of this character, so we must destroy them and replace them with something else that we find more agreeable. Okay, fine. But if your character is better or more agreeable, it tells a better story, they'll be just fine. For instance, The Hunger Games. I thought that was a great movie franchise. Made Jennifer Lawrence a big star. Told pretty darn good story over four movie arc. The books were actually quite good too. Um, now some of the love story-ish stuff, right? The young adult nature of the uh, books came through. And I'm not really concerned about a love triangle. But it was a good, good movie, good franchise. And again, the main character is a strong female. I mean, so please... This is the last thing I'm going to bring with. Please, just don't even go there. I want to go to watch a movie. I want to go and detach from reality. And if I, in the past, right, in the past, I knew that if it had Arnold Schwarzenegger or Sylvester Stallone or Jean-Claude Van Damme or Steven Seagal or Bruce Willis or Will Smith or, I mean, even some of the Denzel Washington movies. It is just a great action movie. I don't have to think. I can just sit back and enjoy what's going on. Some are motivated by revenge. Some are motivated by defense. Some are motivated by purely self-defense. Some just want the heck out of there. But they got to do all this garbage to get there. But they're just enjoyable movies. And yes... They're kind of a cartoon character. Who cares? If you don't like it, don't go watch it. I mean, that's what we've been told for decades. Well, if that offends you, you should just avert your eyes. Turn your head. It won't hurt you. But that's not allowed anymore. No, you're not allowed to have anything that upsets certain segments of society. You're not allowed to enjoy yourself. 
Why reject that? So I'm going to just tell you. There was Spectre, and then there was Skyfall, and then there was Quantum of Solace, and the one before that is the one I cannot remember now at the moment, but those are the four movies that had Daniel Craig, and they're all decent, but they're just dark, they're depressing. If I could just pretend they didn't even happen, I would be just fine with that. Casino Royale, thank you. Um, this is the world we've come to live in. They want to put our face in it all the time. And the whole point of escapism is just that. We want to escape from the reality. And you knew it was coming, right? You just knew there was going to be a tie into what's going on today. Yeah, this is it. There's nowhere left to escape. They won't let you escape. You're not allowed. The only way you're ever going to be able to get an escape again is if we take it back. Oh, wait, you just heard me say that yesterday, didn't you? Yes, we have to take it back. We have to reassert the proper authority, the proper mm, action upon which our country, which our culture, which our civilization is founded. That means there's right and wrong. That means there's objective truth. And we need to work with those things. And then if we want to go detach ourselves and watch a movie that's clearly not real, great. But what we've done is we've taken an entire generation of young people and they live in video games because the world around them sucks in their eyes. They just want to be free of that. But the world's not like that. If you would just show up, it's actually quite good in many, many ways. But you have to put in the work. You have to do your part. You can't just stick your head in the sand. You can't ignore it. You can't go to a movie every day for multiple movies a day. That's not how you get through life. That is the final point. This is the thing I want to drive home. You can love James Bond. You can love Star Wars. You can love Indiana Jones. You can love any number of these movies, including Die Hard. And when you go to them, you have your two and a half hour respite from the world around you to enjoy some fantasy world and then you go back and you live your life you go home you hug your wife you kiss her you say hi to the kids you spend some time with them you get up the next morning you go to work and you embrace the life and society around you the escape is nice but you go back and you live your life You make the most of your life. You enjoy your life. You stand on things and you get stuff done. If you go and live in a fantasy world for 12 hours a day, you're not helping anybody. And I know they want to take away everything that's fun and enjoyable. I know it. But living in the fantasy world is not going to change it. So as I said, I have no time to watch Bond die. I suggest that we all consider what we want to prioritize going forward. Enjoy your fantasy breaks. Enjoy your downtime. But we have work to do and we can get it done if we will just show up. Well, my friends, that was the bonus episode. (laughs) There was a mild critique on the James Bond series here. But 
as I always say, I will see you on the other side.